Hello, Bridgetown Church, and those of you joining us today, my name is Bethany Allen, and this is the Bridgetown Daily for Wednesday, April 15th. This week in Portland, I'm happy to say spring is here in full force. Every day now, I take a walk, rain or shine, because this is my new pandemic life. But this week has been truly an extraordinary treat. The air is the perfect temperature of breezy, cool, but not too cold. It feels like you could drink it. The trees are gorgeous and full bloom. The flowers are vibrant with every color of the rainbow. And most importantly, here in Portland, the sky is clear. You really couldn't ask for anything more, especially in light of the realities of the darkness we find around us right now. On Monday, I took an especially long walk. Just needed some space, some time to process away from the confines of my living room walls. And as soon as I stepped out the door, my soul was flooded with the beauty of the day. As I went my usual route, and please excuse my romantic sensibilities here, it felt as if somehow I was in sync with creation. Every step I took felt as though I was a part of a symphony being played, that I was somehow in tune with the current song being sung. And in that moment, I was reminded of something, that creation is one of the truest expressions of an integrated reality that I, and really humans everywhere, have and will ever know. Think about it. Every part of creation is perfectly itself. Now, of course, it has been affected by the fall, but it still is in so many ways as it was always supposed to be, whole, lacking nothing, vibrant, alive, awake to the workings and necessity of its existence, fully integrated with other parts of creation, reflecting its truest design. I've been thinking a lot about this idea of integration or being integrated, especially in light of our moment, about this idea of something that was once many being brought together to make one whole thriving entity. Now, of course, the concept of integration isn't new to Christendom, You find it at the heart of all spiritual formation. As we know, it is the act of God graciously working through all aspects of human life to bring to us the fulfillment of his will for our wholeness, which means that for those of us in the kingdom, an integrated life is what we're ultimately after. But integration doesn't come easy, at least in this moment and this side of Eden. Sin and evil by design separate and divide. And when it entered our story, the human story, our reality moved from an integrated one, marked by perfect communion with God and self and others, to a disintegrated one, leaving us with a schizophrenic reality, both impacted and marked by separation, self-preservation, and isolation. The journey for the apprentice of Jesus in times like these times where we are confronted both internally and externally with so much pain and loss and evil and sin, can feel disintegrating. It can feel as though only parts of ourselves are online or awake, or even still that other parts of us are effectually numb, even to good things like God's presence or the love of others. And while all of this can feel contrary to what we think we should be feeling, It does make sense, at least at a theological level. The pain and evil we are being confronted with in this moment will, at the very least, lead us into the great tension that every apprentice faces on the journey to transformation. The tension of what is and what isn't, 
what we are and what we are becoming of our integration and our disintegration. Evil, to this degree, on this level, will, if it hasn't already, confront both the disintegrated parts of ourselves, those things like old habits or areas of injury that still need healing, our quick tempers and our unforgiving hearts, and it will confront our belief and trust in what we thought would keep us together in times like these, things like self-preservation and emotional capabilities and financial security, so on and so forth. This week, I've felt the impact of my own disintegration in light of this pandemic. Exposure to it has revealed to me, and I'm sure to the few others in my life, the idols, those belief systems or relational touch points that I have for years blindly believed kept me together and whole. And at the same time, it has revealed and emphasized parts of me that still need to be put back together. I'm just a regular Humpty Dumpty. Now, I could choose to see all of that as a threat, both to my spiritual and emotional condition, or, as we've talked about before, I could see this as an opportunity. The opportunity being greater integration, of having those parts of me that have been separated by sin and evil and pride and ego, present and past, healed and brought to wholeness in deeper ways through the Spirit's good work. But it is and will be a choice. And not just for me, but for all of us. A choice to first acknowledge this reality in our lives. Not to fear it, but to instead welcome it. To acknowledge that we are not able to be held together by our own strength. To acknowledge that there are places that still need to be healed. And then, to invite the Holy Spirit to reintegrate in His way, And in his timing, those parts of us that are separated, that need to be healed and even remade, to invite him to lead us to greater wholeness with God and ourselves and other people. Now, certainly this is a process, and it will and can take all forms and look different for different people. Some processes will be neat and others messy. For some, it will look more like spaghetti and others a waffle. But what's important is that it happens. The journey to integration is a vulnerable one, and one that for many of us will feel intimidating and even scary. But remember, our vulnerability is usually our greatest access point for redemption. In his 1985 Sabbath poem, Wendell Berry has this beautiful line that says this, The act of its making forever greater than the act of its destruction. Here, Barry is reminding us that, with the help of the Holy Spirit, the act of disintegration or destruction doesn't have to be a prison sentence or a declaration of condemnation, but instead it can be a pathway to being remade, sanctified, purified, leaving then nothing to fear and nothing to lose and everything to gain. Now to end, I'd like us to take just a few minutes and reflect. So go ahead and get into a comfortable position, into a posture of openness as a sign of welcoming the Holy Spirit. Now, with the Spirit's help, let's reflect. Take a moment and celebrate the places within yourself where you feel integrated, 
where you feel strong and centered on the presence and the will of God. Next, reflect on where you have noticed the realities of disintegration in your life this week. What has it looked like? Now, invite the Holy Spirit to bring integration and healing to those places he has revealed. Finally, ask the Holy Spirit to show you where you have relied on yourself for integration. Take some time and seek forgiveness as the Spirit leads you and invite him to bring healing and vision for new and greater dependence on him. And may you experience all the beauty, life, depth, and glory of what it means to live a life integrated and whole.